Conversation Hat Podcast. Welcome back to the Conversation Hat Podcast. This is uh, ostensibly a comedy podcast, although I think maybe we try a little bit too hard. No, we don't. Oh, good. Well, that's why we've got such strong openings in every single... Oh, strong openings, that sounds rude. <laughs> it only sounds rude if you say it sounds rude. This is ostensibly a comedy podcast in which me, musician Liam Taylor, and out of work, but my God, he's trying very hard, actor Ben. I'm Pearson. enormously trying. You are very trying. And with you, very hard. And you've got a big opening. As ever, we have a guest with us. <laughs> my <laughs> opening's strong, not big. Okay. It's buddy. all the pelvic floor that I don't have. Do men have pelvic floors? It depends if you get them installed. <laughs> I want mine to be laminate. This week's guest... <laughs> Hardwood pelvic floor. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> this week's guest is stand-up comedian, musical comedian, YouTube comedian, all kinds of comedian, Jay Foreman. How's Hello. It? How's it going, Jay? Oh, it's going very well, thank you. Fantastic. Um, so, I, I've said three things in my intro. Are there more things? What, you mean things about my career and what I do, or just yeah. things in general? I mean both. We'll get to both at some point, but let's start with you. Me? Yeah. Well, you've basically described all three of the things that I do with my career. The oh, weird sweet. thing about what I do is I've got a lot of people that they know me for one thing. Like yeah. They'll know that I'm a musical comedian, but they won't know that I do this YouTube thing on the side. And then there's vice versa people. It's exactly. a very small number of people that know about both of the things that I do where it crosses over. Are those different audiences or just people haven't googled you and then looked at the long list of things or do you think it's different they audiences? are quite different because a lot of the stand-up i do nowadays um i'm doing a uk tour of a children's show called disgusting okay. songs for revolting children so a nice. lot of those people they are an audience of people under the age of 12 and they're not allowed to watch my youtube videos because some of that's filth so <laughs> it, it doesn't really cross over that much but you know the, the main demographic for youtube is young people I found that on my channel, you click the little analytics button and yeah. it tells you who's watching. Mm. And an astonishing 93% of my viewers apparently are male. Yep. Now, this Ooh. is both suspicious, mm. as in I don't believe that's actually the case. And if it is the case, that's worrying because I don't know what I'm doing to deter half of the planet from my videos. There's nothing yeah. about my videos that says you must have a penis to watch this show. <laughs> and yet YouTube thinks otherwise. I think the thing with YouTube is that it is mostly men watching but it's mostly men that have accounts so if you just log on without sign sorry if you go onto youtube without logging in you can watch whatever videos as long as they're not age rated so i think women are more likely to do that because they're less likely to take part in the comments because women tend to not get involved with dick swinging contests better things to do than, than comment, comment on, YouTube. on youtube videos yeah i have had a few people there's a few women have contacted me to say oh well you know I don't think that that's correct because I'm a woman and I watch your videos. Uh, I've had Thank about... you, 9%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, they all seem to have responded by now, so that's them accounted for. <laughs> if you want, this is something I'm trying at the moment because my analytics are much the same. Um, not that you necessarily should feel like you have to include more women, but I think, like, more people, more even demographics is a good thing. Uh, Pinterest, Twitter... Uh, I think Instagram is 50-50, but Twitter and Pinterest are mostly women. All right, well, I'll, I'll pursue that then. Pinterest especially, but Pinterest is weird to use. I want to get a soundbite of Liam just saying, don't feel like you need to include more women. <laughs> you know, the sad thing is I would love to have more even demographics. I want people of all ages, of all genders watching. Yeah. But YouTube, the algorithm, they don't want that. They love no. it when all of the same person is watching your video because yeah. then they can target the advertising. Yeah. And they see it as a success if I've got only one type of person watching yeah. and he's a 13-year-old boy. 
<laughs> an angry 13 year old yeah <laughs> where are the best places to find your material you can go to my youtube channel which is youtube.com slash jforman uh, or my website which is jforman.co.uk or because it's the future you, you can just google me i'll, I'll turn up <laughs> who types urls anymore www dot for the uh spelling pedants out there j is j a y not the letter j oh thank you just for yeah this causes me endless problems yeah also my partner her name is jade which is really similar oh, to my no. name can you imagine the problems <laughs> i was gonna say if you get married you'll have to take her name but that won't fix anything well then we'll both have no, the same name still yeah, exactly. the same name yeah. yeah yeah oh man you'll have to hyphenate but like swap the other way around would that work I don't know. Well, wouldn't someone just still have... The... No, because then you're just swapping names. If you just swap last names... If she takes my first name and I take her first name and surname, but she gets to keep her last name, oh, then, no. then we're back to square one. Then the same no, names. That's got exactly the same name. J.J. Foreman and J.J. Foreman. Oh, no, I wasn't suggesting double-barrelled. I mean, we no. both call ourselves... Both called Jade. I'll have to have a think about this. Or you could both just take entirely new names. Ooh. You could uh... be the Destructor Foreman. <laughs> Neil Patterson. That's a nice Neil Patrick name. Foreman. It's a nice forgettable name. I could commit all sorts of crimes. Be, oh, what was his name? Oh, I can't remember. Something generic and boring. Because when you're looking at CCTV footage of a crime, the first thing that you go for is the person's name. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. Death Note. It's like, it's like World of Warcraft or something. Their little oh, name. The is, characters have, yeah. are above that, right? Yeah. Well, this is why I've always enjoyed being a sort of medium build white guy with dark hair with no <laughs> distinguishing features. I can do whatever I want. The Conversation Hat Podcast. Pull a question out the hat and then say what it says. That's the whole point of this podcast. Worst advice you've ever given someone? Ooh. I once told someone to change their name to Neil Patterson for no reason. <laughs> Were they a criminal? Uh, not anymore. They've turned their life around since they became Neil Patterson. Oh, wow. Disappeared. Yeah. I, I, sh I feel like I should apologise to anyone out there whose name really is Neil Patterson. It's a perfectly lovely name. Get in touch, Neil but Patterson. We'd love to hear from you and all the crimes you've done. This isn't a sting operation that's been running for three years at all. <laughs> <laughs> so the, entire, ploy. the entire show is actually just trying to feel that, find that damn Neil Patterson. Damn it. Well, while we've stalled for time, have you thought of any worse advice you've ever given someone? I mean, this like when I was a teenager, I used to be the person that people came to advice for advice and i don't know why that was and i've started to realize that i might have actually not been that person i might have just been telling people what to do <laughs> you misinterpreted simple hellos for please tell me what to do yeah <laughs> hi liam and get a haircut <laughs> yeah me being bossy does seem to fit in more with what i know about myself than me being helpful uh so i've probably given like maybe the nature of my advice isn't that it is itself bad it's more that just the advice is unwarranted and unnecessary so you're just a bad person yeah could be that wouldn't be too surprising would it do you follow your own advice have you ever you know practice not practiced what you've preached and told someone to do something that you don't do yourself mm, oh probably but then i'm a big believer that like what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for everyone else like if I'm giving someone employment advice it's because that's unique to their situation whereas my situation is I like being poor also it really depends on the job because you know you might tell someone use more cement make sure that the spirit level is even make sure you've got enough bricks before you start the next bit and that is bad advice for a systems analyst bad advice yeah. for a teacher bad advice for a dentist and barista so on. 
Bur yeah, yeah, the list goes on and on mm. until you get to Builder, but then it's good advice. Also, why on earth <laughs> did I go for Builder when, as you can tell from the example I gave, I know nothing of building and bricklaying. <laughs> Do they use spirit levels? It's probably all computers nowadays. They I think just, they can they use just lasers. Put a PSP on top and hope it balances. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wow. good. <laughs> I love that even your modern technology is outdated Look, by a man. good like ten years. Oh, What's don't tell me the one? PSP is outdated because as soon as you said that, I thought, oh, a newfangled modern reference. I don't get. <laughs> no, What's the new one? Just... I meant to say Switch, didn't I? Probably. Doesn't yeah, matter. different companies completely. I should just explain yes. for, for people listening if they don't know that I'm resolutely ignorant of the world of computer games. That must be nice. I don't I know. Mean, I've got nothing to compare it to. What's it like <laughs> if you're into computer games? Don't um, ask Liam. He thinks PSP's new. It's both the best and worst things in the world, and that will swap like every few seconds. The reason this has happened to me, since I've joined this YouTube thing, I've had a lot of people, young people mostly, um, who are fans of video games. They yeah. ask me video game questions and they ask me to um, collaborate on video game themed things. That'll happen. Mm. But I don't know what I've done to do this because I don't know or <laughs> you're, play you're or on like YouTube. computer games. You're, and it's therefore, just like you're on YouTube. I've, I've sort of used it as a way of, I've, I've decided I hate them now, even though I'm sort of <laughs> indifferent to them. I used to go out with a girl that was obsessed with Halloween and before she came along, I thought Halloween was fine. Yeah. But then compared to her, I decided to hate Halloween. Yeah. I think the only thing you've done is that you've been on YouTube and a lot of what people watch on YouTube is Minecraft and Fortnite videos, which is... A weird concept to get around, I realise. If you're not into gaming yourself, why would you watch someone else play video games? But actually, it's fun. It's uh, a lot easier than having to go through the rigmarole of playing the game yourself. Especially if you're it. not very good at it. Yeah. It's also cheaper than buying like a TV and a console. Yeah, and true. then the games. Yeah, yeah. Just games are expensive. Pop it on your phone. I've exactly. tried to watch you know, the videos that young people watch where it's other people playing games. And it's a combination of games being played and shouting. Yeah, Why pretty much. So much yeah. shouting? Why do pretty young much. people shout so much? <laughs> because it's... Are we just turning into three old men complaining about the youth of today? Oh, I can't pretty wait much. to be a proper old man. <laughs> Sitting in a, a pub corner. It won't be smoky, though. It'll just be peppermint-flavoured vape <laughs> farting about in the air. If I ever attempted a live stream while I'm composing music, it would be just an hour and a half of me going, um... Uh, like that and staring into what space. What rhymes with Bristol? <laughs> pistol. Aha. Crystal. Crystal. The Bristol Crystal Pistol. No, that's a good well. idea for a song. Oh, yeah. Is it from That just Bristol? then, that was the worst advice I've ever given someone. <laughs> Bristol Crystal Pistol is not <laughs> a good idea for a song. Right, that's... I mean, compared to some of the songs we've had on the podcast, that wouldn't be too bad. Hey. I Have Fallen was one of my favourite songs. <laughs> So if I if I say the title of a song is I Have Fallen, mm -hmm. can you make an educated guess as to what the rest of the song would be? Well, I think the song stops there. I think the story is you <laughs> fell over and then you sang the words I Have Fallen in an operatic style to make it, you know, to cover up how embarrassed you were. And ho ho ho, that became a song. Am I, mean, I wrong? That, no, that would be better though. Oh. <laughs> that's that's the good idea. Hey. We didn't do. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, I have fallen and I can't get up. Look is that the whole song? Look I have fallen. I'm just stuck on the ground. I fell and I cannot get up. Repeat. And then that's about it. And <laughs> <laughs> just Liam saying no. Well, you're cutting under something there because if you want a song to last throughout the ages, it's got to be something that people will sing in their day-to-day -day lives when it happens to them. <laughs> that's so you've true. So you've got to come up with something like, uh, I got the last parking space. Yeah. Or... Um, I just stabbed myself with the doorknob again. Yeah. Yeah. 
or I'm Do in love with the, the shape of you. You know, <laughs> things that happen in your day-to-day -day life, and people will sing it. At, Look at that rectangle. Where the <laughs> fucking love me a rhombus. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are my keys? How long is a socially acceptable amount of time to go without cutting my toenails? Is that a question or a song title? A, song title. A month and a half. But it's also a rhetorical. I don't know how long. Well, for you, it's it less because you've got your bare feet out now. That's for the, for the listeners at home. Um, we have lots of shoe situations here. That's why the acoustics are all weird. Yeah, you've got uh, your socks are on. Yeah. My socks and shoes are on. Your socks and shoes are off. I, ca I can't get anything to fit me. It has been mentioned, I think, in the last three times we've yep. recorded that Liam just doesn't wear socks I mean, or shoes. These clothes are just painted on. Look, it's your house. You can do what you want. Hooray! <laughs> Don't tell me that. But I feel like if I got naked, it'd be rude. I mean, we, we go back ages, you and me. You know, we've known each other for oh, 20 minutes. About but 20 minutes. I don't think we're ready. Do you not? <laughs> no, I think it's, I'm keeping my clothes on for it's now. It's good to have a line somewhere, yeah. you know. And it also, it would mess with the acoustics. That <laughs> would mess with the acoustics. Um, I think I'm quite good at giving advice. Yeah? But I just don't keep it myself. Such as what? Well, like, no, don't go back to her. She'll just hurt you again. <laughs> well, that sort of thing's very easy to give. Ben, what are you thing. doing? I'm on the bus going back to her so she can hurt me again. Did she hurt you again? <laughs> she did. Oh, you shouldn't have gone back on the bus to her again. No, I shouldn't. Well, it's so easy once it's, you know, in I'm, retrospect. I had a day rider, <laughs> so I could... It only cost me mental stability. I'd be really impressed if I didn't put that to music in a bit. Just by the way, just so you're prepared. What? It's just a very perfectly like. It was a good back and forth, but you all seem to have like the same syllables. Oh, I thought you meant it needed a bed track of either <laughs> sad violin music <laughs> or to match the story of you on a bus, sort of traveling music. Or <laughs> <laughs> both. Yep. Yeah. Violins playing that song. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. Pizzicato, maybe. Pizzicato. So oh. the string players will hate you, but everyone knows you're doing a travel song. The string players not enjoy doing pizzicato. No, they fast pizzicato is the worst thing, because like if you think about like fingerstyle on guitar, that's easy enough because of the way it's built. But actually, like to get any sound out of a pizzicato on a violin is fucking terrifying. Do you know? I'd, I'd never thought of that before. For anyone else trying to work out what the pitter-patter-cupper means. <laughs> Liam has just made plucking actions with his fingers. So I and you have now worked out that he means plucking And that's how you know I work in education, because we, I did the hand action. Plucking. Can we have a sample of uh, the song Holiday for Strings, which is the best pizzicato piece of music there is? It's the one that... Um, Liam, go. You know the theme for Always Sunny in Philadelphia? You don't like Always Sunny in Philadelphia, do you? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, the intro music it's, is a rip-off of Holiday for Strings. It's the other one that I... Arrested Development. Oh, no, you know what's even better for Pizzicato is um, it's from The Simpsons, The Land of Chocolate. Oh, yeah. Which sounds like it. Yeah. Everything like that sounds like a sort of daydreamy holiday yeah. escapism thing. But it hurts your fingers, apparently. It hurts your fingers. Uh, I learned that from listening to the Art of the Score podcast, which is a good podcast. Three Australian blokes talk about scores. It's a good show. All of this will be in the show notes. Should we recap advice? I think I think the problem with my advice is that it's unwarranted. Mm -hmm. And I've given so much advice to so many people that I shouldn't have, <laughs> just because they go back what, to her. It'll be fine. What they thought they were doing was having a nice chat. What I thought I was doing was being a therapist. Were they lying down on your sofa? They were, but I had gaffer taped them there. <laughs> <laughs> Only after when Liam had finished. Uh, no, not like worse oh. than what I said. Uh. Come on, man. After he'd finished saying, please sit down on my comfortable sofa.
and then he'd lie down. Recline. He should have reclined. That's your advice. <laughs> Whoa. Wait. What? I meant declined. I just stabbed myself with the door handle again. It's like I don't remember it ever being there. I got the last parking space, but then I lost my keys. So I guess I live here now. I bit the inside of my mouth again. It's like I don't remember it ever being there. Don't go back to her, she'll only hurt you again. I'm on the bus going back to her so she can hurt me again. Did she hurt you again? She did. Shocking. Don't go back to her. She'll only hurt you again. Hurt you again. I'm on the bus going back to her so she can hurt me again. Did she hurt you again? She did. Conversation hat. You are a ghost. Who oh, do no. you haunt? You are Whom a ghost. Do you haunt? <laughs> I'm sorry, but the question says who. You are a ghost. Who do, do you haunt? haunt? Uh, uh, are we like? Is it so we can hang out with them, or so we can torment them? I think you could make that call. Being a ghost. I suppose you'll have to think back to: Is there anybody who has wronged you in the past? Or you know? I mean, yeah. It has to be someone who doesn't just deserve to be scared. It has to be someone who maybe specifically said, you'd better not haunt me, because <laughs> then they'll deserve it. Yeah, I mean, there are some people that I'd hate, which I would love to ruin their lives, but then I would also be wasting... Like, then I'd have to see people I hate all the time whilst being dead. When do you so... die? <laughs> I, I suppose as soon as you finish reading the card. Or oh, just, no. just... I, I assume that the question means if you were to die immediately in your chair, right. who do you then go to haunt? Okay. Because otherwise, if you're an octogenarian, you haunting your bullies from school who are also octogenarians, who are close to death. Going to be short-lived. It's going to be... Well, yeah. Or short-lived. Maybe, maybe short this is a fantasy question, which... Maybe it's a fantasy. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you could go back in time and haunt anyone from history that you like. You know, people often Ooh. say, that, you know, if they could go back in time, they could kill Hitler. No, yeah. go back in time and haunt Hitler. Give him trouble. Yeah. Distract Put him, him. off. Yeah. Although, if you distract Hitler, does that mean that one of the slightly more evil Nazis would do more stuff because Hitler wasn't in charge? Which mm. is the. Can you only haunt one person in this game? Who wrote the question? Who's in charge? Whose um, handwriting is it? Well, I can read it so it isn't yours. Fantastic. So that'd be our editor. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura, whom I've never met. I would haunt Liam. Ah. Because I think. One. You really think I'll outlive you? Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> but I love bombs. So Do you much. know how many times I've been into the been to hospital in the last five years? The answer is not as many times as I should have. Right. Okay. My body is only held to bits by scars and the fact that I haven't realised I've hurt myself yet. In fact, tattoo skin is slightly thicker than regular skin. Oh yeah, these are just stitches. <laughs> Ornate stitches. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'd haunt Liam because one, if I was dead now. We can still finish the podcast. Spooky podcast. So I'm being, you know, efficient, not oh. ruining everyone else, not wasting everyone's time. Would you be the kind of ghost where everyone in the room can hear and see you, or 
does haunting mean that the person you're haunting is the only person who knows you're there? So to finish the podcast, mm. you would basically have to speak all of the words. Oh no! Or we get some kind of ghost microphone. Depending on the kind of TV show it is, you know, when you speak, does Ben's voice come out, or is it just you doing a great performance with your own voice? Or is it one of those things where you only realise you're being haunted in retrospect? You know, like the crappy um, ghost hunting shows where, like, they walk around with a recorder. Okay. And oh my go god! Back to the studio, dust moats. Then they turn mm. up all the gain all the way, and it's like it sounds like he's saying which definitely means there was a ghost there, and not that there was a rat in the corner. So it could be that, like, I'm having all this one-sided banter, not knowing what you're saying, and I listen back to it, and you're just like, "Shut up, you giant bellend." What if it's like Fight Club? Ooh, where ooh. the haunting is you take over that person to the extent that they think it's somebody else. I don't think I want to do that with Lee. My voice is <laughs> going to get very tired <laughs> in all of these suggestions. Also, I should apologise if uh, I've ruined Fight Club for anyone out there. Yep, it's all ghosts. Bruce Willis did it. Plot twist, they all talk about Fight Club. <laughs> otherwise, how would, we, otherwise, how would we know? It'd be a very short film if they agreed to rule one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I'd have it so... Some people could sometimes... So Liam would always be able to see and hear me when I was mm. there. I'd basically just want to play Fallout with you and ruin your wanks. Ugh. What a half hour that would be. It's <laughs> <laughs> not very good at Fallout. I would like to... Is Fallout a computer game? Yes. It is a computer game, I apologise. Wanks isn't, though, is uh, it? No. Could be. Could be. I mean, yeah. some games are wank, but... Yes. That's a different thing. I would like to haunt Gordon Ramsay just to support him in his weaker moments. Does he have weaker moments? That's what I want to find out. He looks like he's always too strong. This is exactly what I want to find out. Because I imagine like you want to be careful because you only get one. And oh, if you're crap. stuck with you know Gordon Ramsay, who's usually in a buoyant mood, you'll be annoyed. <laughs> yeah, but what if you're there to for do his, about it? if you're there for his weak moments and he is he has no weak moments, you've just wasted your go. I know that you will play Fallout again, so I can sit and watch that, and I know that I will find fun in tormenting you. Maybe he'll put me in a bisque. <laughs> one of my bucket list ghost bisque ghostly bisque oh technically can you do stuff on your bucket list if you're already dead no because you've already no. kicked the bucket shit I need to think about this further have you had um, arrangements made for what, what will be done at your funeral <laughs> I don't have a dentist I haven't thought about mortality <laughs> sorry <laughs> just, planning isn't my thing just the moment when you oh so... I planned my funeral <laughs> I know that for my funeral I would like uh, my face on a balloon swaying gently in the wind to frighten the children and the music that I want playing at my funeral, I'd like everyone to stand solemnly around while they play... Holiday um, for Strings? Close. I'd like the Spanish <laughs> Flea by Herb Alpert and the Two yes. Brass. And I want everyone to yes. have a straight face throughout the song. <laughs> I thought Little Spanish Flea was actually called Little Spanish Fleet and was about the Spanish Armada. That's a different song. It's a different song. It's a very song. serious song. It's a little yeah. Spanish fleet, a superstar it wished to beat. Beat. Yeah. The superstar being... British Empire. Was that an empire at that point? I need to read up. Spanish Armada, that's before there was a Britain. Oh, really? Mm. We'll discuss this later in the History Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm enjoying that stick with Gordon Ramsay has a double meaning in this context. You'll stick with your choice, and thereafter you will stick Stick with with Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay? Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. And Jonathan Ross. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be weird if everyone, just as they died, became Jonathan Ross. That would be weird. There'd be so you many just ch- added to his power, and that's oh, why he's, what you mean. he's not, somehow still on TV. You mean he's a different person every time, and you know, whenever someone dies, he occupies them for 
Uh, you know, I don't want to explore this for another second. It's like second. the Pope. Uh, <laughs> I was everyone just, gets attacked. I was going to say, it's like the Doctor. <laughs> everyone gets a yeah. go at being Jonathan Ross. Yeah. No. <laughs> Who would I haunt? Um, it would depend on the circumstances of my death. So okay. if the person who is responsible for my death, if I know who they are, oh, I'm going to give them a haunting. But if not, and if I died, you know, in my chair right now, and I could pick anybody from my life mm. or from history, uh, ah, Timmy Mallet, why not? Yeah, <laughs> that's how Timmy Mallet. Good shout. I'll, I can, I'll justify it later. I feel like there's going to be some dodginess behind Timmy Mallet. There will be after I haunt him. <laughs> you could just, like, possess the hammer. Mallet's Mallet. Yeah. I hated him. Actually, no, I used to but, like it until they gave him a voice and he started going, Mr. Mallet. There's no need oh, for that. Yeah. Yeah. Simpler times before the hammer was talking. But if you could, if you could like, whisper from the hammer, maybe that explains Timmy Mallet in general. Ooh. Like he's being he haunted got Mallet's by Mallet. Mallet and it yeah. drove him insane. Therefore, just look at Timmy Mallet. And that's that's... A, the Mallet is some kind of Lovecraftian demigod. I mean, we've got the hat. Yeah. Which sent us to the hell at the end of season one. The meta-narrative is that the hat is, like, our boss. That's very similar to Mallet's Mallet. It is. Who's the equivalent of Magic the Budgie? Probably Laura. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen Timmy Mallet. I'm not sure if that's an insult or not. The conversation at the podcast. What's the coolest thing you own? Our friendship. No, that's just... My oh. freezer. <laughs> um, in which I keep Ben. A few years ago for my birthday, mm -hmm. I was bought some cells from the original Rocky Horror film. Cool. So actual cells yeah. from the film. And you, you couldn't... There was only like 500 made and you couldn't pick what cells you wanted. You just got given it. You just got given cells. And I've got... Some really good ones. Yeah. So it's when Riff Raff opens the door and says, You're wet. Yeah. The bit where Frank full does his sweet transvestite. Yeah. All really good good cells. Because yeah. that someone out there must have bought it and just got like the end man credits. man going past on motorbike, yeah. closed door, the one <laughs> flash second, of light. A brief second where it is out of focus. So yeah, yeah. That, that was pretty cool. That's very cool. Do you know where it is currently? It's in my room. Oh, it's all right then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, didn't just right. take it down. Just... I left it on the bus. Oh, that's nice. In the bin. <laughs> see you later, members. Yeah, I can hold it up to the light and you can see through them. But if I hang it on the wall, like I kind of want to do, you can't. So ideally, I need to find some way of hanging it on the window. Ah, uh, you want to put them in the curtains. <sighs> I'm just trying to look around and see if there's anything cool in here. See, you're the only one out of us three that is allowed to look around the room for inspiration because this is, this is your all house. your stuff. So basically your question is a lot easier to answer. Yours is, what is the coolest thing you can see? He's picked up a teaspoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit wet. Can you justify that being the coolest thing you own, that teaspoon? Has that teaspoon lived a life? Temperature-wise, it's very cold. My um, grandma used to own a cool teaspoon. Yeah? She once went on a cruise and met TV's Yuri Geller. And he Ooh. bent her spoon. What? And she took did, the, she took did the spoon. he ask? No. Well, actually, yeah, my, my grandma said, could you do us a favour and I'd want to see you do your spoon bending trick. And Yuri Giller was like, sure, here you go. Ooh, and he wiggled, he wiggled it. And then the spoon bent and she goes, wow. So then my grandma came home from this holiday saying, look, it's a spoon bent by Yuri Geller. And um, my crazy auntie was there too. And she says, what? Anyone can do that. Watch. And she unbent and rebent the spoon. <laughs> now, here's the weird thing. That For years, we used to tell that story in my family 
where we would take the side of my grandma and say that the auntie was the naughty one, the bad one who rebent and ruined the spoon. But as the years have gone on, and now that I think about it, the auntie saw sense all along, and she was proving that it's just a spoon. Yeah, but, but and the spoon had still been bent, but somehow unbending it and then rebending it ruins it. Well, the thing this is, has been this spoon has been bent by Uri Geller and Auntie Val. <laughs> the thing that makes uh, Uri Geller's trick apparently very special is that he doesn't just go and then bend it with you know clenched fists. He gently tickles it with just his little finger, yeah. and the spoon bends seemingly of its own volition. Yeah, but I wasn't there; I didn't see it because he heats it up. Is that how he does it? Must be. Must be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Liam is now, <laughs> trying. now trying to bend the. Oh my God! It bent. No, it didn't. So what? He just kind of diddled it for a bit. Yeah, diddled it. Yeah, he gave it a diddling. He gave it a right diddling. It was a coffee. I think there must there must be some other way. What are we actually watching? You try to bend a spoon I mean, on I'm a podcast. It. You guys don't have to. This is you so guys can have your own, visually stimulating. You have your own discourse right now. I'm I'm doing this. I mean, you've you got a pretty cool. Christmas present, Liam, from a glorious friend and colleague. Nope, still just going to try and go with the spoon, are <laughs> it's we? It's not doing anything, but you can. It's you a bit too slippery. Let me, let me have, it's really slippery. Uh, ben bought me a knighthood. Really? I got yeah. you a lordship. Lordship. So. Oh, are you the laird of a metre squared in Scotland? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Done it. Oh, well done. You bent my spoon. Now, now, you, can't, now you can't stir your coffee. The spoon's too bent. <laughs> God damn. Ha ha! <laughs> Backwards. Backwards spoon. Uh, for the listeners, Ben is... Fixed turned, it. He bent my spoon, he turned it on his axis somewhat, and then he bent it back. And now we just threw a spoon directly at the microphone, so I'm sorry <laughs> about your ears. <laughs> the Lordship's pretty cool. I haven't made use of it. My Do you know land... where it is? Yeah, it's here. Uh, my, uh... No, it's in the, the patch of land that you own. Oh, yeah, true. That's in the in... Lake District. Really? Near a uh, big old bit of water. Big old bit of water. Do you like own a bit Clint, of the water? Cleanly water or something. No, because that's mostly rain. Do you have any... <laughs> um, control the rain. Do you have any responsibilities for the patch of land that you own? So if no, someone, just smugness. Let's say I want to build a shopping centre there. Is it you that has to stop me? Um, or do I have to pay you? I think you'd have to pay me for that patch of land. How much do you want? Because I really want to build a shopping centre in the Lake District. I mean, the thing is, like, the paper it's printed on is really nice. <laughs> so it is worth the paper it's printed on. <laughs> it, it, at least, it, and it comes with a crest as well. And you've got your own coat of arms. Oh, wow. purple and lovely. Um, although I suppose if you bought it, I'd still own the paper. So you no, need to sign over. The, you need to oh, sign okay. over the deed. No, I'd, I'd buy everything off you. I'd, I'd become the lord of the place and then um, build a shopping centre. Very, a very small very, metre squared yeah. shopping centre in the middle of very small but very very tall in the lakes it's a lovely no place. roads how would you get there uh, you can trek I went on a I actually recently went on holiday to the Lake District oh really it was very nice short on shopping centres not enough shopping centres that was what I was no. thinking the whole time I mean you are meeting a demand in that case mm -hmm. <laughs> I you're just going to flog my Christmas present to you after I'm saying hey what did you get cool him thing. for Christmas what did I get you for Christmas you got me stripper baby sham which was yes, a bottle of baby sham in a sparkly sequined cover. With a zip at the back. And you got me some Buck's Fizz marmalade. Yep. I thought you were saying it tasted so bad it tasted like paint stripper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't taste quite that bad. The marmalade was all right. Cool. It's, it's just like less good jam. Oh, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm, you know. Glad you enjoyed it. I didn't say I enjoyed it. Ah. I said I ate I'm some. Glad you ate some. <laughs> There's there's a lot of stuff in here. I think I might actually go for um, uh, this Velvet Jesus. Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just a 
Tito. No, no, it's a Velvet Jesus. Yeah, it's a Tito, because I thought... Yeah, because yeah, now that I look at it, it does look quite Jesus-y. I'd pick it up, but he's full of pennies, oh. and it would fall out of his bum. Um, <laughs> a Velvet <laughs> coin jar Jesus Tito. With anal yep. prolapse. Yep. <laughs> I don't um, know if I could shit coins. I'd never need to work again, <laughs> depending <laughs> on the type of coin. And the size of the basin. I think <laughs> your best bet if you shit coins is pound coins. Yeah. One pound coin. I, I, I could handle that. You know, two pound two pounds coins. Yeah. Be a bit. Novelty five pound coins. No, thank you. I mean, if you if you crapped out twenty pound notes, that ultimately or fifty pound notes, that oh, would be but, the best. You know, you could. But it would could sting. Lead to paper cuts. Would it? They'd but just you know, you, it, yeah. If they came out rolled up, but then you think of the money. Yeah, but you're still gonna have to clean them. Because they're gonna, unless they came out just dry, in which case lubrication would. If have you to shat do. nothing but twenty pound notes, so then you, you'd end up ooh. with a this is dry, the dry this old bummel. This is the fantasy realm where <laughs> anything could be possible. If you had to spend two and a half hours cleaning an individual twenty pound note, you would still be making a living wage. What a horrible thought! But, yeah, <laughs> here's a twenty pound note. It's covered in your own feces. You can spend up to two and a half hours cleaning it, and you'd still be making a living wage. But the reality is, the reality, the reality, <laughs> if you're being smart about it, you would do several notes at once, wouldn't you? Or you'd employ a team of people to do it for you. And then pay them a living wage. Yeah. You'd yeah. sit on a sort of carefully designed throne. You sit doing your business, reading your magazines. And then some other people working for you, the, the grooms of the stool, they um, earn their minimum wage by doing the polishing for you. I'm really going to lean into our latest batch of advertising, which was a podcast for terrible people, and ask the question, if you were employed to do this, would you rather clean your own poop off of money or someone else's poop off of money? I think I would rather... That money is the money you are earning I would. Wage, I right? would rather clean my own poop off the money because I could adjust my diet. So, like, because obviously, if you eat, if you eat like, I don't know, like greasy burgers and pizza and yeah. and drink horrible things, it's not going to be great. But if you True. have a healthier, high fibre diet or something, you know, you might just be able to flick it off. I think no matter how smelly or horrible your own is, surely the fact that it's your own is is way preferable, because then yeah. you know you don't feel like you're making other people's lives worse if, if you must clean poo off banknotes in order to either employ a workforce or make a living surely your own feces is preferable to somebody else's feces you'd rather this shit... wasn't on the topic but you know oh, no, yeah. you'd rather shit yourself than cool have someone things. crap in your trousers I have two follow up questions <laughs> is it you know how it's treason if you deface the queen's face uh oh <laughs> is, is it really though oh no it's the opposite of treason because you're wiping poop off of the deface or defecate yeah exactly and you're de-defecating you're your unshitting Her Majesty's. Visage. You're doing. You're doing the very opposite yeah. of the thing that is uh, is treated. Really, you should treason. be made a lord. I mean, I already am a lord. Well, you're set. Then. I'm set. Additional follow-up question: What if you could poop fifty-pound notes? They came out clean, but you also had to piss coins. Nah, you're all right. Yeah, probably wouldn't bother. I, I don't think I'd. Mm. Steak diet. I, I, no I, liquids for me. <laughs> <laughs> Turn into coins. To be honest, I think I'll just stick to my current job. Yeah, it I mean, does feel easier. I'm trying to work out the biology. Of, like, Don't worry about that, it's fiction. 
Suspend your disbelief. Then. I I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to wee coins. Thanks. Conversation. <laughs> Which Disney characters would you like to recast with Robin Williams? Now that is specific. Ooh. That is very specific. Robin Williams is famous for having quite a range, and he could probably handle every one of the characters in the Disney oeuvre. But which one specifically? Which Disney film would be in improved if it was Robin Williams? Mm. That's the second use of the word oeuvre today. I guess this is a question of who did a bad job doing a voice in Disney films. See, it used to be up until Robin Williams did the voice of the genie. Yeah. The uh, voiceover actor was never really credited, or you know, not much True. deal was made mm. of him. Yeah. Famously, the voice of Snow White, Adriana Casalotti, mm. was told, "You may not act in films after this. We own your voice. We what own really? your likeness." And she died in poverty and obscurity. It's Whoa. a terrible story. And then Shrek was the first time that the voice cast actually became really important. It was a selling point. Yeah, you know, you'd yeah. have a. It was actually unusual until Shrek in 2001 That's to true. have an animated movie with famous actors' names, and now they all do that. So Disney never really had... Like, they occasionally had talented comedians or radio people, mm. but, you know, they didn't make a big deal out of their voice cast. Yeah. Interesting, because I guess, like, my my brain at the moment is struggling with uh, famous people being cast in video game roles. Oh, but, yeah, computer But game, not yeah. just the voice acting. Like, like the, they're actually the having face, face capture of those famous people. And it's, what's... What, why... I don't understand that. Was I can it, there was Willem Dafoe and yeah. is the the lady who plays Juno. Yes, them. Can't remember. I guess name. the logic is exactly the same as Hollywood, where you know you'd you'd sell more units if people go, oh, that famous person. I know I'm in good hands. I know I'm going to enjoy playing this game if or it's you know a famous person's face I'm playing. Murdering with. this famous person. But sometimes what it is like, oh my god, that looks like that looks like Kevin Spacey gone horribly wrong. I don't enjoy... <laughs> That's regular Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> and I, stop me if I'm wrong about this, but as I understand it, a big difference between Hollywood and computer games, mm. films you see with friends and family, and so, you know, uh, the filmmakers might want to make something that appeals to many people, whereas yeah. computer games, they're more solitary. And you're buying a mm. game usually for yourself. By and large, yeah, I think that's true, but I don't know if maybe that's changing and it's becoming more of a interactive story thing which you can do as a group certainly certainly some of them are yeah. like maybe like life is strange which is True. like released in episodes mm. so you could get the family round on a thursday and yeah. do that well computer games but some and of... tv you know they're, they're they're sort of merging and becoming a they lot are. more like each other mm. so for example Bad there's snatch. Bad snatch yep. yeah good shout that was full of famous people it was. So famous people. I liked it. I liked it a lot. That what was, was it, the question? I was about to say, what was the question again? <laughs> the Williams. question was, which Robin Disney Williams. characters would you like to recast with Robin Williams? All of the cats in Aristocats. Would you give them all Robin Williams's natural voice so that you can't tell the difference between them? I would leave that up to Mr. Williams's discretion. Mm -hmm. I just he music. is dead, you know. Yeah. Ideally, he would not be. When I was a very young kid, a very young and naive and very stupid kid, I used to wonder... I used to um, fantasise about a world in which when somebody dies, mm. not only are they dead, but everything that they've ever done disappears. And if you attempted Ooh. to watch Aladdin, whenever the genie's supposed to speak, it would, it would just... be silent because Robin Williams has died. Or in a live-action example, if you tried to watch Mork and Mindy, it would be Mindy talking to herself because Robin Williams has died. Now, if that were the way the world works, just think how different film and TV would be. You'd have to remake stuff all the time, you know... 
You'd have creepy films with vital people missing. Extras go, oh, where's that guy going? Oh, no, he must have died. That's sad. I want to lean into this. I love it. So <laughs> in, in the genie but example... We're going to have so many more reboots. Yeah. Would there be the... The, so the animation would still be present because Robin Williams didn't do the animation he just did the voice yes but when the so animator be, dies oh, there's a there would be no rooms. more film there would just be a script and when the writer dies or when the editor dies then you just got a bad script I think for the purpose <laughs> <laughs> and then you've just got a shit film what if film. they die out of order what if the writer dies first and the film just disappears then you've just After got weird, the you've just got weird notes oh god and what if uh, the inventor of Technicolor dies and everything goes back to black and white and then the inventor of the movie camera dies and it stops moving entirely we have to reinvent everything as we go this is a terrible notion what oh, about I've got a date. the person this has unraveled and become unworkable <laughs> yeah because before it was everyone would have to everyone have to learn so much more so that I oh no penicillin did anyone else know how to make penicillin apart from that guy this is why we need robots because the robots would be able to create things and like work technology and then not die but what about a power cut and what if the person that invented coding dies then the robots would go away I think this is now <laughs> the unraveled. The robots would go away. Yeah, bye bye. Beep beep. <laughs> this is unraveled into unworkable nonsense. But let's That's explore the conversation the, uh... hat podcast. <laughs> unraveled into unworkable nonsense. Um, I want to say someone from Frozen because Frozen was a terrible film. But then what? I wouldn't. Robin Williams ter- saying "Let it go." Yeah, Robin but... Williams could have done a great job of the annoying little snowman man. That's what yeah. I was thinking. But the script would remain bad. Mm-hmm. My problem with Frozen, it wasn't a bad film. I think it was a very good film, but the the issue I have with it is that everyone thinks it's the most amazing thing Disney have ever done. Sure. It's not that good. It's the same as Slumdog Millionaire, which mm. was a very good film, but that's all it is. Yeah. A very good it film, not an amazing exploded. film, not a you know genre-defining, era-defining film. It was just quite good. a good film. Everyone, yeah. I had people going, oh, let it go. It's such amazing songs about struggles and this, that, and the other. It isn't, because, you know, she mopes in a room for ages and then fucks off and builds herself a castle. Every other song in that film is better than Let It Go. Are we not quite long overdue for Tuzan or Frozen 2? I think it's been announced. It? The Squeakquel. Oh. Because <laughs> surely, you know, with the success of the first Frozen, they should be doing Frozen 2, 3, 4, and 17, and so on. But I'm One surprised it's taking them this long. It implies that they're working hard on it and they want it to be good. Let's was... hope so. Or they're just writing another song. Yeah. There was an implication that Frozen led into another Disney film, but I can't remember. Oh, oh no, they're um, all linked. Yeah, uh, they're all linked. So Elsa's, uh, Elsa's parents are Tarzan's parents as well. Because when they died on the ship, they actually crashed on the land. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's where Tarzan is. I heard a fantastic theory that basically every single Disney film, with only one exception, can take place in the same universe. Mm. There is one Disney film that cannot exist at the same as all the others. Can you guess which one it is? Star Wars. No, because Star Wars was in a galaxy far, far, a long, long ago away. So that's fine. Also, I don't think that counts as Disney, but anyway. I mean... Um, I'm talking about the... Their lawyers would disagree. The classic animated Disney canon. So which of those films that we all had on a video growing up 
up until the likes of Tarzan in the oh, modern damn day. it, I've got Pixar in my head now. Yeah, um, forget... Well, look, Pixar's got another theory all of its own, but of the Disney... I'm going to say that lovely word again, oeuvre. Oh, three oeuvres. Which is the one... <laughs> which is the one... So Laura's got to leave all the oeuvres in. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Which is um, the one Disney film that does not fit in with all the others, could not occupy the same universe as all the others? Pass. Yeah, not sure. The answer is Robin Hood, because it's the only film... Where the animals uh, and wear clothes oh, and they yeah. occupy the same space that the humans should do. Uh, there are no humans in Robin Hood. No. And all of the other Disney films with animals, they don't interfere with humans. So The Lion King, for it's example, true. that yeah, takes place in a very distant world. future yeah. where lions can talk. But the <laughs> Robin Hood um, film doesn't. I'd like to bring him back to the question and oh, say yeah, that the Robin question. Hood should voice Scar. Oh, yeah. Robin Hood. Robin Williams. You mean Sorry. Robin, yeah. But then Robin we Williams don't have Jeremy Irons singing Be Prepared. I'm fine with that if we get Robin Williams singing Be Prepared. Can you imagine? Ben's Grimm is saying yeah. that means he's imagining. This is the sad thing. It's a really good song, though. I really like Jeremy Irons singing it. The sad mm. thing is I'm trying, for comic effect, I'm trying to think of a role that would be really bad choice for Robin Williams, something that would be really unlikely, but Robin Williams was such a talented and funny performer who could also be sad and happy and funny. Like, it's very, very difficult to come up with something he shouldn't do. Whereas someone else from Disney, Angela Lansbury, Mm. now that's a lot more fun. Who should Angela Lansbury (laughs) not play? Who was Angela Lansbury? Who was Angela Lansbury? She was in Bedknobs and Broomsticks and she was the teapot in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yes. Scar. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> Isn't that more fun? Who should Angela Lansbury not be? The genie Mufasa. The ge- yeah, Angela. Actually, no, 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 no. That would be nice because then she'd be like a fairy godmother of a genie. Angela yeah. Lansbury, that'd be nice, actually. A shape shifting Angela Lansbury. I think that uh, Robin Williams should voice Yoda. But again, he. That's a, a perfectly sensible suggestion. I think he could pull off Yoda quite well. <laughs> he could. I'd pay to see that. Ben. <laughs> The voice of Cinderella, um, uh, she also died in obscurity, penniless. Really? Penniless. And um, apparently she was in a uh, hospital for people who are very old. She'd lost her mind, and the only way you could make her smile was to sing her songs from Cinderella. Oh, my heart hurts. That sounds very early Disney. Quick, back. When actually Disney was in charge. Back the to Robin Williams that, and the puppets. Quick. The kid that played uh, Matthew in... Um, oh, no, not Matthew. Matthew was the actor's name. The kid that played Michael in Mary Poppins, Matthew Garber, he died at the age of 21. Whoa. Oh, wow. It's very sad. Wow. I'm just trying to make you guys sad. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> Should we try and make What it? else is tragic from Disney? <laughs> Let's try and make Disney it Disney himself was a twat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try and make it uplifting for the end of the show. C-3PO. But as Robin Robin Williams as C-3PO. Either. You mean you think C-3PO should play the role of the genie? At Anthony Daniels or C-3PO? Wait, three... Didn't Anthony C- Daniels and the guy that played R2-D2 hate each other? Yes. That's very funny. Uh, I have Robin Williams voice C-3PO. Yeah. And who was the, the Lady Lansbury? Angela, Mrs. Potts? Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. As R2-D2. R2-D2. Whistling or just her talking? Her talking the whistles. So not going... <whistles> just her going beep, beep. Toodly swirly toodly. noise. Smart. <laughs> I, I asked this on Twitter the other day. I think you guys might have a good answer. What is the best performance from an actor who had obviously had no idea what they were talking about? Did not understand the words that they were delivering? Oh. I know that... Um, 
Not figure, but uh, Hugo Weaving. Who? Agent Smith. What? Elrond. Elrond from Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh, I, I don't know Lord of the Rings. Okay. Anyway, carry on. I know yeah. that he uh, he voiced Megatron in the new Transformers movies. Oh, yeah, he did. And had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know what the story was. He didn't know the rest of the script. He was just saying these lines, and he was like, don't know what I've just done there, but I've said the lines and they paid me money. I heard it was the same for Alec Guinness, who like did not have the slightest patience with Star Wars. He didn't like it, didn't really understand it. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. Uh... There was uh, one of the doctors from Doctor Who, who Doctors Whom, the, who hated <laughs> Doctors Whom. <laughs> oh wait, they're the same character, aren't they? Um, he hated all of the the sci-fi stuff, but he could say re- reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. So it, basically, every single episode. That Any issues fair. that they came across could be solved by reversing the polarity of the neutron flow because that's the only thing he could say without stumbling. Was I'd it? like to see Angela Lansbury as Doctor Who. Or Robin Williams yeah. as the genie. As, <laughs> as the TARDIS. Who. As the TARDIS. <laughs> He's the big voice blue. of the TARDIS. Yes. Woo! 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 I'm trying to that's think... That's my like, impression of Robin Williams as the TARDIS. That's a very impression Thank of you. Robin Williams. I'm trying to think of, like... Roles that had like really super technical language. It doesn't necessarily have to be technical language they don't understand. Maybe it could be Welsh. <laughs> oh, lots of people who have to speak like Dothraki in um, Game oh, of Thrones yeah. and stuff. Gwyneth Paltrow, for example, she's Welsh. Uh, you can tell from her name, and she doesn't understand. She doesn't speak English. She has to learn <laughs> every film she's been in. She has to learn the script verbatim. And, you know, someone has to translate for her if she wants to watch the film Is afterwards. that why all of her <laughs> vaginal hygiene advice is bullshit? Yeah, it's Welsh. Because <laughs> she's Welsh. Because she's Welsh. <laughs> and I think that's a good place to end the I show. I think we need to leave it there. Jay, do you mind <laughs> recapping uh, your socials or where people can find you online? You can find me on Twitter, at Jay Foreman. I've got a YouTube channel. Just search my name. And uh, my website is jforman.co.uk. I'm about to do a UK tour of my kids' show, Disgusting Songs for Revolting Children. And keep an eye out for my next video, which has got lots of cameos from YouTubers. So if you like YouTube, check it out. Ah, oh, heck. And <laughs> just for the spelling pedants out there, J is spelt J-A-Y, yes. not J. And Foreman has got an E in the middle. And isn't spelt with the number four. Oh, God, yeah, there's a four. <laughs> J-A-Y-F-O-R-E-M-A-N. .co.uk. There it is. With an HTTP colon slash slash at the beginning. HTTP or HTTPS? Oh, it depends. I don't know. Depends on if it's a secure connection. Just yeah. Google it. Just Google Just it, yeah. Google it. God, stop depending on us. Live your own lives. <laughs> Or just go to the show notes, whatever. Do that as well. Right, that was the Conversation App podcast. Thanks for coming on, thanks. Jay. Yeah, oh, you're very welcome. We're, Thank we're you. sorry. For thanks for having <laughs> me and thanks for the tea. No worries. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Not you, though. You yeah. suck. But, oh. Bye. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Conversation Hats podcast. I'm assuming you're listening to the very end because that's how much you like the show, which is cool. So I'm going to reward that by giving you a few ways you can get involved or support the show. Firstly, if you want to submit questions for us to answer on the show, you can post on our Facebook page or send us a tweet at Convo Hats Podcast. Secondly, if you're a Facebook user, you can like and follow the Conversation Hat page, which 
guarantees you'll actually see the stuff we share on Facebook. Thirdly, we post videos about the show to YouTube via the Stabbed Panda TV channel, so you can subscribe to that. We also have some official merchandise available on redbubble.com. Just search for the Conversation Hat podcast. You can find mugs, bags, shirts, all manner of good stuff. Lastly, for the super fans, you can set up a Patreon subscription, which will give you access to new episodes of the show a whole week earlier than non-subscribers. Some of the different tiers of subscription can also give you access to behind-the-scenes stuff and patron-only merchandise like hats, badges, which are not available anywhere else. So if you want to take a look at that, that is patreon.com forward slash conversation hat. And feel free to do any of the other things. And I will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.